Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republic of Intellect, the real 144,000 that's being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists, the Amen race, the Bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Nubin Minkari. This is Mentalect Radio. Tonight we're going to be discussing jealousy. Does jealousy, jealousy exist in the fourth dimension? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Jealousy is a human emotion. I'm going to say it again. Jealousy is a human emotion. It's not an emotion of higher beings or higher uh, um, omni beings, extended beings, those which we strive to grow into. That is not part of their genetic makeup or mental makeup. Now, this is something that's solely pushed down here, something that's solely created down here, something that's solely crafted down here in this third dimensional realm. Why do I say that? Because people, in order to be jealous of one another, they have to feel as though they're being deprived of or having something taken away from them or something that they cannot attain that someone else has. And from there comes jealousy and envy. Now, question. All the attributes you have, or should I say statement, all the attributes that you have in life you're going to be born with. So it really makes no sense to be jealous of anyone else. You cannot morph into anyone else. You cannot be anyone else. You're going to be who you're born to be with the attributes that you have, that you came here with. This is what makes you special as a person, right? This is what makes you unique. When you have people who are trying to morph into other people and be other people because they feel jealous of other people, they feel they're being deprived, then you start, you need to start looking at the things that you envy. People envy money. But the thing is, anybody could get money. So why do you envy people that have it? Why do you envy people that have money when anyone can get it? Money is not being held hostage. Money is not being issued out to certain people. Everybody has money on some level. So why be jealous of someone that has more money? Wouldn't the answer be to just make more money and figure out ways to make money? So now in lies the question, are you jealous of this person who has more money than you? Or are you, are you angry at yourself because you don't know how to make more yourself? You don't know how to do better. You see how jealousy gets turned inside out, and jealousy becomes more of a physical flaw with you, a mental flaw with you, because you are angry at someone, envious of someone who has more than you when you can get just as much. You're just, again, the anger is turned in at someone else instead of the person that it should be turned on, which is yourself. You should be, if you are... Um, jealous of people who have more money than you, then this should drive you to make more money. Shouldn't it? Shouldn't it drive you to make more money if you are jealous of people that got money? If they live in better homes, then you shouldn't it drive you if that's what makes you jealous or envious, right? Which is really supposed to be, um, how you say, I want to say, you should, you know, because, you know, usually jealousy is like, admiration or you admire something, you know, because I always say jealousy is nothing but admiring people, 
you know, go, turned inside out. Because, you know, you can start from admiring people and liking what they have to being angry and resentful that you yourself don't have it. So, again, put the emphasis on who jealousy is with, the energy where it is. It shouldn't even really be jealousy because, again, you can get just what, just what everybody else has. All right? You're not the only one that's depriving you, depriving you of anything is yourself. And you can't make yourself physically into anyone else. All you can do is make the self that you have the best that you can present to everyone. That's all you can do. So from a logical standpoint, from a rational standpoint, it doesn't make any sense for people to be jealous. Now, does it? doesn't make any sense, you know, because usually when you have a problem or you foresee a problem, you know, with jealousy and envy or wishing to be other people, when you see a problem with that, again, you don't want to see it as a flaw with yourself. You don't want to see it as a flaw with yourself. You're angry at what you don't have that someone else has. Maybe it's not meant for you to have what that person has. Or maybe if it's meant for you to have it, then that means you have to go out and try to attain it yourself. Either way, this is a realization you have to come to within your own mind. You can't push that anger and that energy and that that energy out on someone else. You can't do that because all you'll do is end up poisoning yourself. You'll just poison yourself mentally. You see, you'll just poison yourself mentally. That's like me sitting up here looking at somebody who, you know, a guy could run real fast and he's got athletic capabilities. I'm going to sit up here and tell him I wish I was like him and I wish my body was like his. I'm not going to do that. To me, that's weak. All I'm going to do is admire that person. See, I was never, a, me, myself, I was never a hater. I was always an admirer. If I see something that a brother got and whatnot, I'd be like, oh, I see a certain something. I'm not going to sit up here and tell him, oh, his girl pretty. I'm not going to sit up here and be like, man, I'm jealous. I'm hating on that nigga. I, I, wish, I, I wish I had what he got. I can go out and get it. I'm like, okay, well, hmm, she's pretty. She's nice looking. And I guess I got to get myself together and go out and get pretty girls too. He inspired me. You see, that's how a real man looks at things. A real man gets inspired. Real men don't get jealous. You see, real women don't get jealous. They get inspired. You see, they admire and they get inspired. They don't get jealous. You know, only males and females get jealous. Low-level people, you see. Because what it is is that they don't believe in themselves, or for lack of a better word, they don't think that they can accomplish more than what they are, and they're really angry with themselves. That's really the, the, that's the reality of it. They're really angry with themselves, but they'd rather project it out on somebody else. You see, because when you – that one thing a hater knows is that when you hold hate and jealousy and envy inside, you self-destruct. You self-destruct. It's not healthy. Even a hater knows that hate within is not healthy. So what do they do? They'd rather direct it out. They'd rather project it onto somebody else. You see? They rather project it onto somebody else. All that hate, envy, and jealousy people got for other people, that's really hate that they're trying to project from themselves to, them, to, to another person. It makes them feel better to empty that hate out into somebody else. You see, empty that energy out into somebody else. Empty that jealousy out towards someone else. You see? And like I said, it's not healthy for you mentally or physically. You got a lot of people who break down, a lot of people who are messed up, destroyed because of jealousy. You got people who have 
irreconcilable differences that they break up over. You got people that have, you know, business relationships, good relationships that could have went on, but they refuse to recognize what their flaw is, that jealousy. They refuse to recognize things as their problem. I was telling somebody this not too long ago. I said, you know, the only way you're going to ever evolve from your issues that you have in life is by acknowledging that you are the one to blame for those issues. Remember I said that? What was the mentalist's number one rule? Our rule is always blame thyself, right? Isn't that the rule of the mentalist? Blame thyself. We we don't have the luxury of blaming nobody else but us. You know why? Because if we blame other people, then we put the power of the outcome in their hands, like how you simple-ass Negroes do. I'm going to have to get raw for a minute. Give me a second. How you simple-ass niggas do, how you sit up here and blame the white man for your life not going right or slavery or whatnot, like I said. And I agree with Kunye on this, Kunye West. Slavery was a choice. I just got to go back to that for a second. When he said, when everybody got on his ass about saying slavery was a choice, yeah, it was a choice. It was. Because the slaves didn't have to be slaves if they didn't want to. They could have they could have decided to march in that house and murder everybody on every plantation, march in them goddamn house and murder everybody that had them in captivity. No more slavery. That's the end of slavery. Now, what happens next? Oh yeah, you might they might come kill you, they might have, but like I said, you gotta keep killing and keep killing, keep killing. You gotta turn into a killing machine. And see when you become a killing machine, everybody move out your goddamn way. Oh, if they're going to die. Now, if they would have took that stand, that would have been the end of slavery. Just like that, but they chose not to. You know, the white man made some deals with certain niggas. You know, they started instituting the boule coons. You know, they started putting some, you know, padding under their asses. And, you know, they ended up eventually getting black people to go for it. So it was a choice. They chose to stand down instead of standing up and killing and killing and keep killing like the white man would have did if he if you would have had him in slavery. He would have chose to fight. A lot of our people chose to break up and punk out and certain people that wanted to stand up, they couldn't stand because you didn't know who you had to trust by you. So, again, point in saying all that is everything is a choice that starts with you. Everything. Everything is a choice that starts with you. Because I already know what I would have did if I was in slavery. I would have been like, yo... I, if I if it would have just took a, a little small contingent, we would have went right into the house, and you know we would have took care of business. You see, raw and uncut, we would have took care of business. I would have channeled every demonic spirit I could get to go in there and do what I had to do, and I would have encouraged everybody else to do the same goddamn thing on the same plantations. We're gonna be free if it cost them their lives. You see. That's a choice you make when you stand up as real men and real women. You see? So, when you choose not to aim the blame at yourself for your own insecurities and your own jealousies and look at it as things that you should get over rather than things that you should get try to push over on people, that's your fault. You jealous because you want to be jealous. You jealous because you don't know how to do better for yourself. Don't blame nobody for what you can't do or you think you can't do yourself because you deprive yourself of your true talents, your true things. Because, you know, in all of that angst and all that energy, like I said, sometimes the best 
people come out of harsh conditions. Again, hell, the best people do come out of harsh conditions sometimes. You see, they come out of that. Can't be no harsh that you sitting around here, at, you know, sitting around here as a loser, doing nothing with yourself, being jealous and angry and envious of somebody else. It can't get no harsher than that because that's a hell you put on yourself. That's a hell you put on yourself. I would never want to be in that. I would never want to have that jealousy spirit. And I use the term spirit purposely because it is a spiritual demonic entity. I would never want to have a, a jealous spirit ever. That's a hell. Because that, see, me, I like to deal with things that I can alter in my life. I like to deal with things I can alter. If I don't like how I look, I could always lose weight. I could always work out, cut my hair a different kind of way, take care of myself a different kind of way. I can fix any physical problems I got within reason of, who, you know, of what my physical makeup is. You see, I can do that. If I want to make more, if I see somebody with money or I got nice, whatever, you know, nice things I want, okay, I guess I got to make more money to get those things. I'm not going to sit around being angry at somebody who drove past me in a goddamn car, you know, and I'm walking. Well, yeah, like these niggas up here eye-screwing somebody who's driving a Mercedes or doing better than you or somebody got more money than you instead of you figuring out, damn, I like how that person lives. What can I do? What kind of talent can I attach to and make happen so I can make it, you know, monetize that and make money for myself so I can get these things? You see, that's where your energy is supposed to go. That's where your energy is supposed to go. Somebody asked me, how does, how, how does someone combat jealousy? You combat jealousy by confronting yourself and looking at jealousy as your problem, not, not you know, not not making people the object of your jealousy. That's how you start to combat it. And then you say to yourself, what can I do to acquire the things that I'm you know, jealous of other people for? What can I do within my talent, within my power? Because then you start to take power onto yourself. See, when you're jealous of people, you give people power. Why do you think so many people say, I love my haters? Why do you think so many people love that? Say that because they know the person that's jealous of you. You don't gave somebody power. You, if you got if you got time to be jealous of somebody, do you know you just put somebody on a pedestal over you? Because the person you're jealous of, you just put on a pedestal over you. You made them more than you. So you, the person that you jealous of, you really worship. That's what you're saying. The person that you jealous of, you really worship. And I ain't never, like I said, I I I don't worship no men. So therefore, I'm not jealous of any man. Anything any man can get, I can get the same thing. You see, and or if it's meant for me to have, the things that are not meant for me to have, I don't want. And the things that I want, I'm gonna have. Simple as that. I don't got time for jealousy. Real men and real women ain't got time for jealousy. We got time to make things happen in our lives, affect things in our lives, and get things in our lives that we want. We ain't got time for jealousy. You know who got time for jealousy? Males and females got time for jealousy. People who are losers, who have accepted that they are losers, well, they, they haven't accepted it. They have. They 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 trying to wrap their head around it because they, they'll say, you know, I'm jealous because I'll never have this, and I'll never have that, and I'll never have this, and I'll never have that. Like you got older people that's jealous of younger people. Like these older women who jealous of these young women. Like the line, you know, these old these old uh, cougars out here. 
they jealous of the young girls, the young shapes and all that, nice shapes and whatnot, or they jealous because you got the man I want, and I wish I was in that relationship with this man and all this other nonsense, right? But she forget about the time when she had that young shape, right? And older women were sitting around here looking at her being jealous. She forget that time, right? She forget that she forget that those young women are eventually going to be like her with the same shapes and whatnot. You know, so what you could do, the best thing you can do is be the best you for who you are right now. Keep yourself in shape. Work out and be the best. And don't sit up here and be envious over a young girl's shape. Don't sit there over here and be envious over some um, some young guy physique. You you older niggas who got fat and got bellies and man boobs and whatnot. Man, get yourself in the gym, man. Get your ass together. Let those young guys inspire you. That's how you get over jealousy. Turn jealousy into admiration. That's how you get over that. Turn jealousy into admiration. Convert it. Convert it. Convert jealousy into admiration. That's how you combat jealousy. Convert it into admiration and then make yourself a better version or a just as good version of that which you admire. Class, that's how you do that. That empowers you. Man. And also, that jealousy is an undercurrent because you have, remember I said you got that linear current, and then you got that circular undercurrent beneath it. You see, the people under this, in the circle undercurrent are the jealous people. These are the people who can't get out of their feelings because when you say get out of your feelings, you mean get out of that circle of chaos and confusion in your life, which you call emotions. That's the undercurrent that people vibrate on in this three-dimensional realm. And then you got those who are winners, those who are moving on a linear on a linear level who accomplish things in life. Those are the people, the people who are moving on that linear state, those are the people, the people on the circular level, they jealous of that of that because they can't get out of their emotions. They can't get it out of their feelings. They can't get out. They can't break their flaws in life. They can't. They can't. You see? They can't break their flaws in life. They can't do the things they want to they, that they wish they could do in life, the things they wish they could accomplish in life because they've chosen not to. They have chosen not to break that circle of chaos and confusion and emotion, which leads to jealousy. Because really, they're jealous of the people who have excelled past those limitations that they've set for themselves. They're jealous that they can't break the circle. The people who have broken the circle, who are not going through the same issues, this is what they wish they could be. Instead of you sitting up here wishing you could be that, stop being it. Keep working on it ever. You know, you know, use that as, you know, uh, um, Use this fuel to push past that circle and break it. You got to want to do it. And again, like I said, you got to admit that you're the problem. You got to admit that you're the problem. Remember, I said, blame thyself. We as mentalists, we don't blame nobody. You'll never hear me blaming the white man for nothing. I don't blame him for nothing. You see? We got to do better. We got to think better. If you sit around here waiting for people to do good by you, your ass going to be waiting. You sitting around waiting for people to do right by you, your ass going to be waiting. You got to do right by yourself. And when you do right by yourself, you're only going to allow people that in your life that's going to do right by you. But when you ain't, when you choose not to do right by yourself, when you're sitting around here overeating, when you're sitting around getting fat and nasty, out of shape, you know, letting your hygiene go, getting all hung up on stupid things and whatnot because you're jealous and envious, you got that demon on you. Like I said, all you're doing is being caught in a rotation. you got a lot of miserable people like that in the world who have decided that this is my lot in life. Again, it starts with you. you got to say at one point in your life, I'm not doing this no more 
and stand by it. I'm not doing this no more. I'm not going to spend another second, another minute exalting somebody by showing them jealousy. Because, again, you exalt people by showing them jealousy. You saying, I hate you because you better than me. I hate you because you better than me. I hate you because you living a life I wish I could live. The hell with that. I refuse. I refuse. You see, I was always attracted to the images of powerful people. Like when I would watch biographies, I watched biographies on the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, the DuPonts. I watched people like that. I wasn't interested in flunkies. I wasn't interested in actors and entertainers. And all. I watched stuff on people like Barry Gordy. People who was leaders, Elijah Muhammad, people. Who, so that's what I, and I watched that because that's what I was naturally attracted because that's who I am. That's who I am. So a man such as myself who is attracted to images like that, I don't have time for jealousy because I'm too busy empowering my damn self. I'm too busy empowering myself to be thinking about jealousy or envy toward anybody else. Like I said, when you got people out here, especially the uh, 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 liberated black female, the liberated black female is the most jealous individual on the planet. The liberated black female, she is the most jealous creature on the damn planet. Why is that? Because all that, all of that, usually, you know how people say in this three-dimensional realm, and usually how people try to project themselves is usually something totally opposite. What does the liberated black female do? She try to act like she just got it going on. She's doing things. She's making it happen. She's doing this, that, and the third in her life and whatnot. And she's talking about how many degrees she got, how many, how accomplished she is, how much money she got in the bank and all this other stuff. And counts as accomplishments are really not accomplishments at all. Remember when I said to you people, when they got to use material gains as a form of compliment to themselves. They think that that's a compliment. Oh, I'm driving this kind of car. Oh, I got this kind of house. I got this many. I got this. I got that flyer. I do this, that, and the third. You know why they got to do that? They got to do that because they themselves are insecure about themselves. Because if ain't nobody asks you which how much money you got, what you do, and whatnot, whatever the case is, and you feel the need to tell people, it's because you're trying to impress people. And the people who try to impress people are the people with the most, in, or the most insecure people. You're looking for validation, and that's weakness. See, because if you got things in life, people ain't got to, you ain't got to say nothing. People know if you're really a boss, if you're somebody of importance, if you speak with authority, how you carry yourself. See, the people you give it away when you show talking about how much money you spend and you getting this and you getting that, you are the insecure people. Those are the insecure people. Those are the jealous people. You see, because insecure people go hand in hand with jealousy. The insecure people are the jealous people. And when they get a little bit of something, they're going to make sure they tell everybody about it, like the liberated black female. She's going to let you know she got them five degrees, and she's not got a master's in this, and she drive this kind of car, and she got this kind of house, and she pay this kind of, and this, that, and the third, and I drive these luxury goods. I go on these vacations over here. Ain't that the liberated black female? She's always trying to convince you how happy she is and how accomplished she is. But, again, if she really was, she wouldn't have to tell nobody about it. You would see it. You would see it. She wouldn't have to say nothing about it. You see, the people who are truly content in life don't have to say nothing about their life. It shows in their demeanor. It shows in how they carry themselves. 
it shows them how they interact. They don't have to throw they, they don't have to throw their lives in people's faces. You see, the people that got to throw your throw their lives in your face, they trying to exa- they trying to make you exalt them and thus be jealous of them. So you play right into that. A lot of you jealous people, you play right into that. They trying to throw your damn they damn life in your face, and you feeding into this. You falling for this. You see, they know they they, they like I said, you got these people out here, especially you black males out here. We talk about I love my haters. You that sounds like the most effeminate thing you could ever say. Why would you love a hater or someone who's jealous of you? Why would you want somebody around you who's jealous of you? Why would you want to, you know? Why would you want to? Uh, 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 like a good example, what you clowns do, especially you niggas who were selling drugs back in the eighties and nineties. You niggas couldn't wait to get that new, uh, uh, big body Mercedes Benz off all your dope money and ride through the hood, and play your loud ass nigga music. You couldn't wait. You simple ass niggas couldn't wait because you wanted the men. You you you. Well, it was a twofold thing of what you did it for. You did it to impress the women, and you also did it to make the niggas jealous. That's why you did it. You niggas was riding through the hood with your your big body bins that you got from selling that goddamn poison to your people, right? And I know because I was a poison pusher, my damn self. I said it, just in case anybody ever come up and say, yeah, Newman used to sell drugs back in the 90s. He sure did. I sold a boatload of that shit. But anyway, allegedly, <laughs> according to certain sources. But anyway, you know. And so these guys come through the hood, and they're trying to get impress the girls, and they're trying to make the guys jealous. Most of them, were, they, wanted to, they wanted the jealousy of the men over the admiration of the women. That's sick. That's sick. They wanted the jealousy of the males over the admiration of the females. You see? In other words, they wanted men to be standing around, males to be standing around here jealous of them over women admiring them. That's sick. But these would be the same niggas. Man, these niggas stuck me up, man. They took all my jewelry. Man, them niggas stuck me up, took all my money. Yo, man, them niggas pistol whipped me and took all my shit, son. Them niggas tried to kill me, son. Uh, you think if you wasn't trying to be um, tempting these niggas, son, they wouldn't have did it to you, son? You think if you wasn't trying to ride through the hood being a goddamn hood star with a bunch of grimy niggas who ain't got two nickels to rub together, who trying to get they who trying to get some chicken and some chicken wings and fried rice at the goddamn cook cook store, you think you wouldn't roll around with a big body bench flaunting your uh, uh your uh, so-called success? Cause them niggas know what you was doing. That's what make it even more beautiful to them when they stick you up and they pistol whip you and shoot you and do all kind of stuff. Cause they and nigga you deserve it because you were trying to. Make them those guys jealous. You was trying to push they, your success, and they face it. Nothing makes a jealous person more angry than you trying to push it in their face, rub it in their face. You see, you just trying to rub it in their damn face, and you love it, and th- and that's the response you get. You can't be mad at that. It's an honest response. You want to know because everything you do in life is set for a response. Whether you mind your business, whether you get involved, whatever, everything deserves a response. See, for you minding your business and moving through life, the response is usually peace, right? That's usually peace. For you trying to get involved in everybody else's stuff, the, the, the response is usually a problem, you see? So keep that in mind 
when you out here being jealous or trying to make people jealous. You know, keep that in mind. Jealousy is not a good thing at all. It is a sick, sad, degenerate state of being. It is the worst state to be in. You see? It is the worst state to be in. And we've all had our bouts of jealousy in our life. I did. I had my little bout with jealousy early in my life. I was jealous of my brother. You see? I was jealous of him. He got all the girls. I ain't get nobody. He got all the, you know, he liked how he looked and stuff like that, whatever the case is. Uh, you know, and I was jealous. I could admit that. We all go through it. But then um, the beautiful thing about myself is I always had epiphanies, and I always thought more of myself. And I would, I would get past, and I'd be like, you know, I want to be better. So you know what I did? When my, You know, I... I uh, my father bought me a weight set at 12 years old. I was 12, 11, 12, he bought us a weight set. And I said, since I can't, you know, in my mind look like him or be like him, I'm going to develop myself instead. So I started working out. I started working out, and I worked out, and I worked out, and I got muscles and everything. And by the time I was 13 years old, I was built like a goddamn god. I was built like a goddamn god at 13, you know. I got to beat the shit out of the bully that I feared the most, Red, from the from, from um, 362. Shout out to you, Richard Robinson. Remember when I beat the shit out of you in 1982? I beat that red face into the damn project wall, nigga. You know, big red. Red had all the muscles. Remember you had all the muscles and whatnot, you was punking everybody and I beat your ass. That was the most proud day of my life. And all that, I thank my brother for I don't spawn from him because I wanted to be better than him. You know? I whipped your ass, nigga. But anyway, I was thinking back on that. So, and I, all the 12, 13 years old, Red was about 15. But all that spawned from my you know, I looked at Red, I was like, I wanted to be bigger than him, I wanted to be bigger than him. You know, I just wanted to be bigger than him. 1982, nigga. You know, that ass whooping, 362, Southern Avenue, 9th floor. But anyway, in the projects. But anyway, that, that, that just, you know, that let me know. When I accomplished that in my life, I couldn't be jealous of nobody no more. I, I couldn't. I got my waves on fleek. I had my waves, I was brushing my hair, so I couldn't beat my brothers. I, my, my, my hair was wavy, I was going to have more waves, so I got into myself. I was all in the mirror, I had my muscles and whatnot, my BVD, nylon shirt, you couldn't tell me shit. And I was a superstar, I was I, I was my own star. I had the waves, 360, I mean, I, y'all know the waves, I had the, the chicks all seasick with the waves and whatnot. You know, I, I just started putting energy into myself. You see, I ain't got time to be jealous of my brother. Hey, that shit ain't going to do nothing. He's who he going to be. I'm, I got to be who I'm going to be. You see, that's when jealousy just started to leave me. I was like, I could do anything. I could be anything I want to be. And that's how I combated jealousy. I combated that jealousy. I got rid of jealousy once I seen that I had the power to be anything. I didn't sit around and cry over what I didn't have and cry over what other people had. I stood up and took what the fuck I wanted to take. That changed me forever. Hell, I'm in.
and saying that and becoming that and molding myself into that through sheer pain, through sheer torture, and through sheer tenacity, I molded myself into the man I became and whatnot because I never said to myself, I, I took one thing from my father, one of the most valuable things my father taught me. He said, I never thought, and I'm going to quote them what my father was. He said to me, I never thought a motherfucker was better than me. That's my father's. I never thought a motherfucker was better than me. Now, whether he meant it or not, I don't know. But I became my, that became my mantra. I never thought a motherfucker was better than me. You know what I'm saying? That became that was always in my head. That was always something out to the day, the day I die. That always be in my head, because see, having that kind of ego and that type of mindset and that type of attitude, which most of you so-called black males need to adopt, so so that you don't sit around being bitch-made Negroes sitting around crying over what the next man got, being jealous over another man, woman who pretty, being angry over a man driving another driving a nice car, getting money, or you sitting around the hood hating. You niggas need to adopt this philosophy for your damn self. Then you will stand up and clean yourself up. And you'll turn from haters to admirers. When you see another bronze man doing well, you should admire that man and be like, respect. Respect because and you should respect that man because you could that you could use that man to inspire you to do better things in your life instead of sitting around hating. That's how you're supposed to conduct yourself. That's how you're supposed to carry yourself. That's the almond way. That's the almond way. We look at things, we look at people, places, and possessions, and we don't think, what what don't we have? We think, what can we become and become greater than that? That's the almond way. See, the human way is sit around and hate on people illogically. What am I going to hate on you for? I can't change. I can't morph into you. I don't want to morph into you. I don't want to act like you. You see? I can't be you. I don't want to be you. So therefore, I'm going to be the best me. That's my message in combating any form of jealousy or envy. Good for men and good for women. Now, I know for a lot of you women who have female moments, which is most of the damn time, y'all need to sit your ass down, right? Sit your ass down. And really think about how you can better yourselves instead of hating on and trying to de- trying to plan the destruction of another woman because of what you know what you ain't got. And I'm not saying for this name. I know the real women know what I'm talking about. The real women. I'm not. Again, I'm not. I gotta make sure that I you know you know set aside the real women from the females because the real women, like I said, they ain't got time. Just like if the real men ain't got time to be out here being jealous and hating on people, they just sitting up here. They might. Hmm. All right, then. Yeah, you ain't in good shape. I'm going to get myself in good shape. I'm going to go ahead and get myself together. I'm going to go ahead and congratulate instead of hate. You see, I'm going to congratulate instead of hate. That's what you're supposed to do. Because, again, the, a healthy flow of energy, the hell out of an un, a unhealthy flow any day. Because, again, the person who you jealous of they they never they never gonna feel that energy a day in their life. Only you gonna be destroyed by that. They never gonna feel that hate. They gonna go about their life. They ain't even paying no attention. They ain't thinking about you. You know what I'm saying? 
they're going to go on about their life and they're going to live their life and they're going to keep getting their money and doing what they do and, and not think about you. You're the one going to be up here burning up inside, uh, fry egg on your head every time you see that person, making an ass out of yourself for nothing. You see, that's sick. That is sick. Don't make yourself sick in this life because the people who you truly see, you could tell a lot about how people lived in life. You could see the people who are all broken down and miserable and old and, you know, and just, and you ask them, when they say stuff like that, what happened to you in your life? When you ever see people that you might have grew up with, you see them later, and you'll be like, damn, what happened to you in your life? You look all beat up and tore down, and they'll say, life happened. No, life didn't happen. A life full of envy, jealousy, anger, and all kind of stuff happened to you, which caused you to make bad decisions in life. Bad foods, do take care, take horrible care of yourself. See, and when you get on into that um, jealousy spirit, that jealousy demon, it starts to bring down a lot more things in you as well. You start to bring down your hygiene because you're so busy focusing on this next person. You you neglect your hygiene. You you neglect your you know your mental your mental uh, the things you have to do that you're responsible for. You start focusing so heavily on this person, and you get an unhealthy obsession with this person. Next thing you know, you're thinking about doing something to this person. You're so angry. You can't be them, so I want I don't want to. If I can't be you, I don't want to see you. Meaning you start thinking, oh, they don't need to be here. I'm going to kill you. and it's like, You know, like how them white kids go and they start shooting everybody in the damn school. Them socially awkward white kids, you know, who don't like themselves. They jealous over the kid who got all the girls or the girl who don't want to talk to them. They they just become a big-ass ball of hate. They become the socially awkward outcasts. And it usually starts with them being jealous of somebody. They jealous of the jocks who play the sports. They jealous of the guys who got the girls. They jealous of whatever. The kid who get the best grades. They socially awkward. And what do they do? They take out their social awkwardness and jealousy uh, on those um, others on their, their schoolmates. Next thing you know, you got a damn bloodbath. That's what jealousy does. Um, they got shows dedicated, TV shows dedicated to this. You see. Women with switchblades, or women with razors, and uh, 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 torn was it torn exes? What was nonsense? They got all this stuff with these women kid, killing men, killing the men because he was messing with another woman. She going to kill a woman? How the woman don't know nothing about? Hey, how you gonna blow a damn face off for my man? All this shit. Or you hoes start fighting on hip hop hoes, Hollywood hoes, or whatever you hoes start fighting with each other over some nigga. Who, who, who? Nine times out of ten, he got his ass turned up to another man, and y'all fighting over him. Y'all too, y'all too, y'all too blind to see this nigga ass turned up in the air to another man, and this is what y'all fighting over. You see, that nigga don't like none of y'all. You see, this is what you sit up here, pull each other hair out for, and go to damn jail for, and this nigga sitting around laughing with his homeboy slash boyfriend. Especially in Atlanta. You see. But yeah, this is what jealousy does. This is what jealousy does. Don't be that. Because again, that's not even real. It's not even real in this three-dimensional realm. But people give life to that. They make it real. 
people give life to and make jealousy and envy real. You see, because I just logically explained to you why jealousy does not make sense. It doesn't make sense to be jealous of people. It doesn't. It just doesn't. You want to kill that person? What you want to take their place? You want to morph into them? We all know that can't happen. Hello? So what the hell are you going to be jealous of people for? What the hell are you going to be jealous of other women, your, men land, your man land with another woman? For? What the hell are you going to be jealous of? He going to still do it. You sitting around, you sitting around here and whatnot and, and angry and, and, and talking about what you going to do, and you ain't going to do nothing but just accept it and go sit your ass down somewhere or just leave that nigga and go leave him for another nigga that's going to do the same thing to you. You see? See, jealousy, and he'd be a good dude, too. He just, he just, you know, he just, just, just like more, like a lot of women, like like most heterosexual men do. You know, you gonna, you, you gonna just gotta be with nobody then. You see, gotta just be with nobody, and then you'll be angry that you wasn't with nobody. But that ain't your fault, because the world's supposed to change for you. Men are supposed to morph into what you want them to be. Uh, not likely. Your jealousy is not going to make a man be something he's not. And though yeah, a lot of you women have intimidated men into being what they don't want to be, you have intimidated them through, uh, 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 I'll leave you, I could get another you, I ain't going to put up with this, oh, if I see you with another bitch, you're going to try threats, you're going to try everything to just hide the fact that you're jealous and you think somebody taking something away from you. All that anger and all that angst and all that envy, all that crazy stuff, all because you think somebody's going to take something away from you. You see? Penis don't disappear, it's just divided. That's all. Y'all better learn that. You you, you bitches better learn to do the, um, um, uh, multiplication and, and, and uh, uh, subtraction. You know? You hoes better learn multiplication. You jealous hoes. You better learn multiplication. Because you're going to get some real supreme mathematics. And division. Because your behavior is not going to allow nobody to multiply with you. You see? So you better get your minds right. Strap in tight and realize that jealousy is a useless emotion. It's a useless emotion. Jealousy is a useless emotion. And the women that can overcome that, they're going to be the most powerful women in this next era. Because the only thing that ever held you women back was your jealousy and your envy, your emotions. That's the thing that held women back. That's the thing that holds men back. There ain't supposed to be no emotional men. That's not nothing that exists. Jealousy does not exist in the fourth dimension because before you can make it to the fourth dimension, you got to realize and figure this out. This is a lesson you're going to learn tonight. Before you can make it to the fourth dimension, that jealousy got to be gone. That jealousy demon got to be gone because if it ain't gone, you ain't going to make it. You're going to stay here rotating in the three-dimensional soup of nothingness. You're going to keep rotating in that uh, and rotating on that, on that, you know, that, hamster, that hamster wheel. That's how you're going to be running, and, and the wheel is, represents your emotions, and you're going to just keep running on that same wheel until you, you get tired, you see, until it basically wears you, wears you down. 
That's what they really mean when they say, oh, life happened. That means they kept running in the same circle of nothing. And it just tore their life down. These people gave up. You see? And when you give up in life, don't look for people to support that choice in your life. See, because people love those who succeed and they disregard those who fail. They love those who succeed. You ever see, I'll give you a good example of this. You come out here, let's just say you got all heavy and hefty and fat and everything. Then when you, you know, you, you decide, you know, to break away from your girlfriends, who the hefty whole club, and you decide you want to lose weight and get yourself together and whatnot, and then you you just coming out all stuff. They don't see you no more for a while. You don't got yourself together. You might went to school and got a few degrees. Whatever the hell you needed to accomplish, you don't lost all that weight. You driving a nice car. There you are. What's, what's going to happen? Everybody going to congratulate you. Like, wow, I can't believe it. And they really are impressed. Because part of the wow was, damn, I couldn't do that. Wow, I wish I could do that. You see? And you did something and accomplished something that they never will be able to. And that is supremacy within yourself. We'll be right back.
it could be summed up in uh, a lot of different things, in a lot of different words, right? And reason why it can be done because people try to hide jealousy under a lot of different words, right? You know, and um, it all is jealousy. I always wrong true with me. Envy, insecurities, you know, uh, uh, narcissism and all that, all that leads back to jealousy. The very people that's calling you a narcissist is usually people who are jealous of you that you think highly of yourself, and they don't. They don't think the world, nobody should think highly of themselves. So they had to create a word for people who think highly of themselves, who are confident in themselves. Jealous people had to create a word for that and, and to aim at, they, at these people. It's called narcissist. Because you know how you know it's based in jealousy? Because if I got time to worry about you being into yourself and being conceited, and I have a problem with that, which I shouldn't have a problem with that because I should be busy being into me and building up me. I shouldn't have a problem. That's you. Then that's a form of jealousy. That is a form of jealousy. You don't think it is, but it is. Who are you to tell somebody that they're too conceited? They're too arrogant. Who are you to tell them that? You see, is it that you're mad that you can't be like they are, that they they, they unabashed and unafraid to be who they are, and you wish you had that type of angst with you, you wish you could be that unabashed and be that raw with themselves, they that comfortable enough to be themselves, and if that be if that's being a narcissist and thinking they all that, then so be it. I think them type of people are funny. I, I get a kick out of them kind of people. Sometimes I could be told I'm like that, but it's okay. I own it if that's what it is. But nobody should have a problem with that. Nobody should be trying to check me on my level of, or somebody telling me I need to be humble. Who are you to tell me that I need to be humble? Why? Because you don't have enough courage to be like me? Who are you to tell me that I need to be humble, that I don't need to be a narcissist, and that I don't need to be self-absorbed or whatever? If you got time to worry about me being self-absorbed, then you need to absorb yourself into something else, and that's yourself. You need to be self-absorbed, so that way you ain't got to worry about me being absorbed because me being self-absorbed should not bother you, you see. There's a reason why it's called self-absorbed, because it's about myself. It ain't about you and what you think about me. That's the, That's nothing but a form of jealousy. Let people be let people be free to be who they are. You see, racism is a form of jealousy. White people are jealous of black people. That's what racism is really about. Let's just be real. White people are jealous of black people. Because why else would you hate on black? They ain't, black people ain't did nothing to nobody that nobody ain't did to nobody. They ain't got no real excuse to hate black. Don't, we don't like black people. We don't like their music. We don't like us. You don't like black people because you're jealous of black people. You want to be black people. You want to act like the, you wish you were them. And your jealousy becomes hate. It becomes racism. It becomes fear. It becomes all the things that are still linked back to jealousy. Caucasian people are jealous of bronze people. No matter where you at, they're going to hate you because they can't be you. You see, you don't think they look at their recessive skin and their dog hair and the fact they get fleas and ticks, and then they look at your well-built bodies and your hair and stuff like that don't get fleas, and they look at the fact that you've got flavor with you and charisma with you, and you got just, you got, and they, they just pretty much bland. 
They just pretty much bland. They're not cool and they they're not good in their own skin. And that's where their racism comes from. Because again, I, I'm not I'm I don't I don't subscribe to racism. I don't subscribe to racism. I may say what people think are racist things, but I don't say what I don't I don't consider my words racist. I consider them real. I consider myself to be a realist, not a racist. And sometimes people can't take reality, so they'll call it racism. Racism. You see, just like they can't take the reality of jealousy that comes off as envy, hate, and racism. Because me, racism is whack. Because again, it would it would say that, you know, you know the way the white man practices it. It would say that I got a chip on my shoulder. I'm jealous about something. I'm envious about something. Like that, this clown come up to you on the, on the cast. I got to go back to this clown. He said up to the white boy, came up here talking about, yeah, see, you black men, you black men always worrying about trying to screw women and do this and do that. Why are you worrying about what a man, another man doing with his penis? That that was a red flag to me. He said, and it's not about pimping and whole culture and the men, black men thinking about they can bone all the women. Why do you care? Why do you care about what another man does with his penis? Because you mag, you can't do it with your penis. All three inches of it. You mag about that. You see, and a lot of you white males are like that. That's really where your anger and your energy come from. Your jealousy over the black man's rod and his sexual prowess and the fact that all the women want him. That's why you got to hate on him, talking about, yeah, he raping women. Y'all the biggest rapists on the damn planet, you white males. Y'all the biggest rapists on the planet, going back to slavery. Y'all done raped everything. You got the nerve to call black men rapists? That's you that's just projecting your hate and jealousy. You see, the black man ain't got to rape nobody. The women going to go give it to him, even your woman. I know y'all hate that. You know, I know you hate it. You see? But it's the truth. You see, and when you accept that truth, so a lot of you white boys don't accepted that truth, and you'll even make jokes about it. Now, y'all know it's, it was always about penis envy and all this other stuff. Your jealousy done took a deadly turn. See, that, 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 when you see white males putting on sheets and burning people down, they hate niggers and whatnot, that's jealousy on a thousand. That's all that is. That's jealousy on a thousand. You see? That's jealousy on a thousand when you see them act like that. Okay? You don't ever want to be like that. That's an effeminate energy. You white males who are jealous of black men or hate black men or racist against so-called black men. And all you rest of you males out here who hate black men, jealous of you. I don't like the black men. I don't like the I'm, I don't fear them. I, no, yeah, you jealous of them. You jealous of them. Raheem and them, Tyrone, they ain't thinking about you. You sitting around here thinking about them and have, have them who they having sex with, and hoping it ain't your or hoping it ain't your wife next, which it probably will be if they see you. So again, you don't ever want to be like that. You don't ever want to subscribe to that or aspire to be like that, because that's weakness. I've always saw racism as weakness. You see, because the only reason why I see it as weakness is because I just really don't have energy to focus on somebody else. I really don't care. I don't care about white people. I don't care about black people. I don't care about nobody other than myself. So I guess you call me a narcissist. And when I say myself, I mean myself and my people. That's all I care about. 
I don't got time to worry about what somebody else think about me and, you know, that they don't like me and why don't they like me and what can I do to make them like me? No, I don't do that. You you asking jealous people, envious people, emotional people to like you and care about you and show you love and please stop calling us niggers because it makes me feel bad. You just as sick as those people who are jealous of you. You just you, you start getting on that sickness with them. And then you start putting these people on a pedestal when you actually care about what they think. When you when you stop caring about what people think, when you stop feeding, when you care about what people think about you and how they validate you, you actually giving way to jealous people. When you care about their racist nonsense rants and whatever, you actually giving rise to their jealousy. You actually give them rise to their jealousy, and thus you give them a platform to stand on. You give them a platform to stand on. Now, notice something about I'm, I got to go back to Joe Rogan again. Joe Ray, Rogan is your average Caucasian male who's jealous of black men. Obviously, they're jealous of so-called black men. You know, he went out here and got himself a black woman, right? He talked about black people being planted as the apes and all this other nonsense. But my thing is, the only thing you're being known for is being shot up by the stuff you saying about so-called black people. So, Joe Rogan, what else did? What else have you? done in your radio career that is that merits any real attention other than you sitting up here like same thing with Coward Stern. Right? He was this clown who all he did was hang your hat on saying racist shit about black men. That's what people find appealing about. What have you done, Coward Stern, Joe Rogan, you see, Don Ipus? That old that old that old crypt keeper looking ass cracker who dead now, thank Armin. And what have they done? What 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 is what have they done anything? What is, what have they done notable other than talk about black people? I talk about black men and what they don't like about black people. That's 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 their thing because they know if they just talk about themselves, or nobody care about them. You can't tell me nothing other other nothing Joe Rogan was known for controversial and bringing out. Yeah, he's talking about the vax thing, but everybody's talking about that, and that's the biggest thing now. Talking about black people in the vax. And so when black people, and again, that comes from some jealous nonsense, man. That comes from jealousy and envy. Because again, and in, in this life, who? Why am I worrying about the next man? Why am I going to worry about the next man? You got women, and you got women. I got, as a, a man, as a man with priorities, you supposed to in the three dimensional world. Your priority is supposed to be how much money you can make, how many women you can screw, how many nice cars you could have in the three D world. That's all you should be thinking about. Not oh I'm gonna make I'm gonna do it and make people jealous at the same time. That's effeminate. In the fourth dimension, your mindset should only be how do I become almond? How do I become greater? How do I become supreme? See, once you don't once you don't accomplish all those things in the world in the 3D world as men, all the things that make other men envious and jealous and women admirable admire you, then you should be thinking, how can I become almond because I've ascended these things. I've ascended these things. These things don't mean nothing to me no more. You see, how do I become almond? That's the pure worship, to become something greater. That's the pure worship. The real way you worship almond is by becoming almond. You hear me? That is the real way to worship Amen. Not sitting around here building some goddamn island. Amen. Oh, and all that other bullshit a lot of y'all do in y'all life. 
No, you become Amen by you be, you you worship Amen by becoming Amen, making yourself better. Get doing away with your imperfections, your insecurities, your jealousies, your emotions, your backbiting, your slandering, all the things that make you black males and females. That's how you show worship to Amen. That's how you show worship to Amen. I praise and raise the Lord Amen every day when I do these broadcasts every night. When I get up here, when I'm tired at times, and I do these broadcasts, because this is not based on vain glory or jealousy or envy. It's based on reality, and it's based on righteousness, and it's based on the raising of a people who have long been held down. That's what drives me. That's my, 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 that's my daughter in the background, my baby girl in the background. She done made her appearance on the broadcast with me. You see, because I got people who sit around here, and why I bring it up, because I got people who sit around here who actually got the nerve to be jealous of me. Like them two clowns that used to be followers of mine. You niggas, you know why y'all niggas never going, you, you, Zuray Ass and, and, and uh, AF None, you know why you guys are never going to be successful? Because everything you're doing is based on you wanting to be me. Everything is based on you being jealous of me, so you guys will never be successful. Jealous people never accomplish nothing in life. Jealous people never gain anything in life. You see, they never gain anything in life. All they do is sit around here and hate themselves until they hate themselves away. Hate. Jealousy erodes you. It tears you down. It don't do nothing for the other person until you decide that you lose your mind. You go to to the point of wanting to kill them or wanting to do this and wanting to do that. You see, it does nothing for you in life. Hate, jealousy, envy, racism, it does nothing for you in life. That's why I don't get off into that. If you want to teach that your people are supreme, then that's fine. I don't care what race you are, black, white, whatever, more power to you. You can believe whatever you want to believe, but you should never at no time try to impede nobody else's progress or try to be physical with people or try to, you know, and, and encroach on people and their path in life because you jealous of them. You feel like you should have a right to do this because you feel some kind of way. The hell with that, man. That's weak. That's weak. Don't feed into that weakness. See, we as mentalists, we strengthen our minds and we move away from emotion. We as mentalists, we strengthen our minds and move away from emotion. ZZNNZZNNZZN144. We strengthen our minds and move away from emotion, man. We move away from everything that keeps us locked into that circle of never-ending misery. Jealousy is a circle of never-ending misery. Do y'all hear me? Jealousy, envy is a circle of never-ending misery. It will never go away. It will only get worse if you don't accept your accept your role in the state of jealousy. You have to accept that I'm jealous, and that's my problem. That's a problem I have to overcome. And the only way I'm going to overcome it is by putting emphasis into me and making myself a greater person. You see, that's how I combat jealousy. By putting all of my energy into me and making myself better. Taking that hate and converting it, taking that jealousy, that envy, and converting it into admiration and exaltation of yourself. Excelling. That's how you do that. That's how you combat that. Don't look for no other way. There is no other way. 
There's no other way. There's no therapy that can talk you through jealousy and hate and immaturity. These are things you have to accept in yourself and say, I'm going to change this in myself. It is not nobody else's problem but mine. What do I say as a mentalist? You can't be a good mentalist unless you blame thyself. You so-called black dude, the white man, everybody wants you to blame everybody else for your problem. You know, even among so-called Caucasian people, the so-called Caucasian liberals, they always try to get you so-called black people to blame everybody from the white man to the system for your issues. You see, you can't blame nobody for your problems, never, because you give those people power over you. You talk about the system of white supremacy. If there's a system of white supremacy, then you know how you combat the system of white supremacy by building a system of white supremacy. You build a system amongst yourselves, amongst your people. You become greater. You look at the flaws of these people and what they suffer from, and you excel and extend past that. You go beyond them. You can't tell me about some system that's working for some people. You niggas got, when I look to you, you got no system that you're setting up on your own. Miss me with the system of white supremacy if you niggas ain't establishing no system yourself. A, supre- a system of supremacy and righteousness. You ain't trying to do that yourself, so don't get mad when other people are trying to get better. That's a form of jealousy. That's a form of jealousy. Because you can do anything that anybody else can do. And better. We'll be right back.
one of those things that um, many people have a hard time escaping. Many people have a hard time accepting in themselves. Like I said, jealousy is one of those things that need to be buried in our lifetime because it leads to so much destruction, so much desolation, so much um, pain and misery. You got people killing each other over jealousy, jealousy issues, women killing women, men killing men, men killing women, all of this destruction over jealousy. Guys setting up other guys, killing other guys because they don't like what they, you know, they got money, stuff like that. You see, even robbery is based on jealousy. You robbing people because you tell yourself that, oh, I want this and I don't want to go out here and work for this or figure it out, so I'm going to go take from somebody else. And you'll justify that. They got it. I want it. That's a form of jealousy. You see? I told you when you niggas was back in the days robbing and stealing, robbing niggas for sheepskin, taking sheepskins and coats and hats off people and taking shoes like y'all was doing back in the day, back in the 80s, robbing people for sheepskins and robbing for their clothes. That was based on jealousy. That's how you could tell a female raised you guys. Because I never could wrap my head around wanting to steal another man's coat or steal another man's shoes or steal another man's hat. That's what you guys were doing back then. You could tell you was raised by females and y'all just became... Y'all became like like jealous females on steroids. You see? You want to steal off of another person's back because you jealous you ain't got what they got. That's pathetic. That's sick. And that's sad. And nobody ever addressed it that, that about us as a culture when you know, back in the 80s when, you know, we had this robbery thing. How is, how is it that poor people rob from poor people? You see? How do you rob from anybody? Rich people or poor people, how do you rob from people? Jealousy. Jealousy, envy. You see, you can't make money without or take, get something without taking it from somebody else. You see, that's jealousy. You know, it's more rewarding when you work for something, when you, you know, formulate ways to make money, when you make a way for yourself. That's more rewarding than sitting around and being envious and jealous and plotting on the next person to take what they got. You see? Like, I, I kind of, you know, if you rob from a bank or something, like that, that's different. Not that I'm saying I'm okay with bank robbery, but it's one thing to rob from an institution as opposed to an individual. See, an individual is more one-on-one. A lot of you cowardly Negroes back in the day, y'all, you know, back in the day when y'all was robbing and taking sheepskins and, and leather bombs, because I grew up in that era, so I could talk about that. You niggas did that. That was just showing that y'all was really moving off of a feminine energy. That shows y'all was moving off of a feminine energy. Same way the white man moves off of feminine energy when he races is the same way you niggas move off feminine energy when y'all a bunch of felonious monkeys stealing coats and hats and things off people's backs. I had a uh, former friend of mine, you know, this nigga in his 50s talking about he seen some guy with a coat on some white dude talking about he wanted to take the white boy coat off his back. I'm like, nigga, seriously? You really want to take a coat off of another man's back and wear it yourself? That's very that's very effeminate. I don't want to wear another man's coat. I'll buy my own coat. Thank you. No, thank you. I don't, I don't want that. I don't want to put another man's hat on my head that he had on his head. I don't want to put another man's shoes on my feet on, on my feet that he had on his feet. 
That's just pure emo. That's pure jealousy and envy. Not to mention some bum shit. I, I was never a bum. <laughs> nah, I can't wear these. You niggas wear them. So no, you'll take a pair of the nigga sneakers off his feet and wearing them on your feet. That's some straight bum shit. You niggas that did that in the 80s, y'all need to be ashamed of yourselves. Y'all really need to be ashamed of yourselves. You were definitely raised by uh, a demonic black bitch. A jealous one. An envious one. A bewitched one. So, no, we, you know, that type of energy we don't, uh, you know, we don't want to carry in the men. We want men who want more, who want to become more, based on what they can accomplish, what they are intelligent enough to accomplish. See, things that we achieve in this world will be achieved by intelligence, by by intelligence, by logical and rational thinking, by the sheer, the, the sheer desire to work for the things we get in this life. Because, the, like I said, it's more rewarding when you do that, as opposed to trying to, Stand around, hate on, and be jealous of somebody else and want to take what somebody else got. That's disgusting. That's degenerate. That's emasculate. That's 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 effeminate, excuse me. Again, jealousy is not the type of thing that you want to indulge in in your life. It is not the type of thing that you want to be a part of in your life. You don't want that life of jealousy. It is a living hell that people die from. You got people that die from jealousy, die from envy, die from emotional distress. You see, you have that. You have people who want to drain the life out of you, right, who act like they need things when they want to drain the life out of you because they want to hurt you because they have some form of anger or energy or hate for you, jealousy towards you. And no matter what you do for them, they still have a form of jealousy, hate, anger, envy, whatever the case may be. They suffer from that sickness and they want to take from you. They want to drain from you. They want to pull from you. You see, those people, like, you know, they drain you like that and they become like dead batteries. You know, they, they just drain and keep draining and they don't stop draining from you. That's how jealousy does you people. Because, again, jealousy is not something that you're ever going to overcome. That's not something you're ever going to overcome in life. You see, the only way to totally be rid of jealousy is to be rid of you, the ones who keep processing that in your head. You see, and when I say get rid of you, get rid of you and you know, envelop into a new you. Get rid of the old you. Make jealousy a thing of your past. Make it a part of the old you. And seek out the next you, the new you. Seek out the next you where there is another person that has replaced you. Another person that has replaced your jealous and envious mindset. That has replaced your jealous and envious behavior. You should look at the old you as a new man or a new woman and be disgusted by that. And that should be as foreign to you as, as you know, as, as if you're looking at another person. That's how far you should evolve and you should advance. You can evolve and advance so far that you don't even recognize the old you. That's how you're supposed to be. You're not supposed to even recognize the old you. 
you see. And if you are able to recognize the old you, then that, and you and you can click into the old you, then that means you still got too much time on your hands. You still got too much time on your hands because, like I said, a time of doing nothing is just that—a time of doing nothing, a time of accomplishing nothing. You see, that's all that all that all that amounts to. All that amounts to nothing. And the people who are here to amount to nothing, their life will become nothing over time. More and more, I don't care if you start out with the most, you can start out with a billion dollars in the world, start out with connections, that, that jealousy will tear you down. That jealousy will be the end of you. That jealousy is like any drug. It's like heroin. It's like crack. Jealousy is a drug. You become addicted. You got people who are addicted to jealousy. They are addicted to jealousy like a drug because anything a drug is anything that you become dependent upon, and people become dependent upon jealousy. They don't know how to behave or act if there's no jealous if there's no jealousy to, you know, connect to or attach to. They don't know how to act. You try to tell somebody not to be jealous is like telling them not to breathe. Certain people. You tell somebody not to be a hater because that's just another way of saying a jealous-ass person. Or oh, my haters, my haters. That's just another way of disguising jealousy. Hater is jealousy. A hate, a hateful person, a hater who got, who's hating on somebody for what they got, what they're doing, that's jealousy. That's jealousy. See, I told you people try to conceal jealousy many different ways, use different names for jealousy. They try to conceal jealousy because they know that jealousy is the worst thing that you can be. Envy is the worst thing you can be. It is the worst emotion that you can take on. Because, see, people die from it. People destroy themselves by it. People stop their lives from moving forward by it. So, no, you can't afford jealousy. Jealousy is just something that we as men and women who are moving forward in the world, we, we should look at it as something we cannot indulge in, something we, we cannot afford. And we should never sit up here and try to partake in things that we cannot afford, things that we can't. Jealousy is the thing that we cannot do. We can do everything else, but jealousy is no. That should always be your mindset. That should always be your mantra. I could do everything but jealousy. I can do everything but jealousy. That's how I think. I can do everything but jealousy. I can't. I can't even put myself in a position to be jealous of nobody. Even when I, if I tried now and tried to look back on what jealousy felt like, you know, at that time, the only time I could point back to was me and my brother being jealous of him when I was coming up. That's the only time I could point back to. But after that, I was like, you know, very rarely did I ever have bouts with jealousy because I started outgrowing jealousy. You got certain people that will never outgrow jealousy. They will never outgrow envy. But in the fourth dimension, that's going to be required. That's the first thing you have to leave at the door because there is no destructive behavior there. There is no anger and none of that there because, again, these are things that are illogical. Jealousy doesn't, you know, fly in the fourth dimension because it's an illogical emotion. All illogical emotions will not be able to move forward, will not be able to take hold in the minds of the people. You see, all of that will stop in the minds of the people because they will realize that it is useless thought. Emotion is useless thought. It is submental thought. It is subversive thought. It is illogical and therefore unlawful thought. You see, 
unlawful will be judged by that which is illogical in the future. Anything that is considered unlawful is illogical. You see, and that's how it's supposed to be here. That's why the, the, the strange sexual preferences, all the things that are illogical should be unlawful. That's how it's supposed to be here. But here in this three-dimensional society, they tell you that jealousy, envy, uh, uh, weird sexual preferences, and all kinds of degeneracy is normal. It's okay. It's all right. No. They will not fly in the future. It will not fly in the fourth dimension. So let me go ahead and read this question before we get out of here. Does jealousy exist in the fourth dimension? Uh, absolutely not. No, because jealousy makes no sense in the fourth dimension. Hell, it don't even make no sense in the third dimension. So you already know it's not going to be able to stand in the fourth dimension where everything makes sense. If not, then what does, you know, uh, if not, then what does exist? Supremacy. Supremacy is a regular thing in the fourth dimension. Supremacy. There you go. So we might as well prepare for it now. Why does jealousy exist here in this 3D, in, in this third dimension? Because you've got a bunch of people who are submental, who can't think their way out of a brown paper bag, and they would rather accept jealousy and envy over the fact that they're just small-minded and ignorant and emotional and they can't extend themselves or excel past that. So they need to blame someone else for their insecurities and their shortcomings, which they refuse to move past. Or they've convinced themselves that they can't move past. Can jealousy be destroyed here? It is being destroyed here on this broadcast in the minds of the intelligent. For those who are not, they you might as well not even listen. You might as well not. Right. Where did jealousy come from? From here. From this three-dimensional world of insecure people who don't know who they are, why they're here, what their true purpose is in life. So they look at everybody else and try to figure it out and attach themselves to that. And that's their downfall. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust and Amen we think and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Minkari. This has been Mental Act Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. And uh, subscribe to Mental Act Patreon. Mental Act Patreon. And those of you who have subscribed to Mesoamerican community, if you have any trouble with the site, please um, inbox me on Facebook. Good night.